0: Hey, how's it going? It's uh, Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. Uh, Frances Haugen Haugen is testifying right now. I'll probably have more on that tomorrow. Uh, She's the Facebook uh, whistleblower. Uh, uh, By the way, uh, stock in Facebook and Instagram and uh, WhatsApp is down right now. Uh, yeah, because uh, Congress, uh, Congress, uh, P- uh person's AOC, for one, is calling to break up Facebook, which would mean Instagram would be spun off, etc. But uh, we'll see what happens. PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends, Google uh, Political Views TV podcast. Those four words, you'll, fi- uh, you'll find me right there at the top of the search. Uh, I truly appreciate you coming every day. I know you can go elsewhere. It's really nice of you. And if you can, bring someone with you today or tomorrow. Uh, Tweet to me. Questions, insights, or fights at Cyberclops. C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Bam! (laughs) IATSE, I-A-T-S-E, overwhelmingly voted to order a strike in a big way. 98% of voting members. I I don't think I've ever seen a union vote that high. 98% voted voted that they could strike. U.S. productions, not just in Los Angeles, but everywhere in the U.S., could shut down. This is the first time in its 128-year history they voted to authorize a strike the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. We're talking makeup people, we're talking hair people, we're talking set builders, we're talking uh, uh, everything that's needed, uh, set dressers. The union representing behind the scenes entertainment workers reported that members had a 90% turnout rate to authorize a strike. 90%. Can you imagine how awesome our country would be if we had 90% people uh, turn out for uh, uh, elections? These people are the backbone of the industry. And without them, there is very little chance of anything uh, uh, being made in a studio. Uh, There is still a chance. If the Alliance in Motion Pictures and television producers decide to make a good offer over hours, pay, and other issues, including provisions that would penalize employers from withholding lunch breaks. Many of these workers work 12 to 22 hour days for close to minimum wage. I've been on crews that did not get a meal break for 12 hours. It happens, and it got worse during the pandemic. They used the pandemic to get away with things they wouldn't normally be allowed to. If the union, Ultimately, goes on strike. Up to 60,000 workers could walk off the job. The workers would also be challenging tech uh, industry. Big guys like Hulu, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, so on. Uh, which have profited from skyrocketing demand for Internet streaming services during the pandemic. Anyway, it's, it might happen. Your favorite shows might be put on hold. Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. Instead, you can come listen to me and I'll talk about it. Biden reversed a Trump policy that stopped health clinics that get uh, federal family planning funds from providing referrals for abortions, a, a policy that critics had called the domestic gag rule. Nearly 1,000 clinics dropped out of the Title 10 program, which subsidizes. Contraception, cancer screenings, and other care for low-income patients. Uh, they dropped out in 2019 due to the rule implemented under Trump. The new rule, announced in a statement yesterday from the Department of Health and Human Services, uh, is set to take effect November 8th and follows a series of actions that Biden and his administration have taken since January to protect and expand reproductive freedom. You know... Something has been in the back of my head for a few weeks now. I'm trying to wrap my head around the politics, but something seems to me missing from the equation. Joe Manchin holds a pivotal vote in the 50-50 Senate, and he disagrees with uh, the strategy. Top Democrats are pursuing in the standoff with Republicans over raising the national debt limit. Manchin said the Democrats that they shouldn't rule out anything including a budget process uh, Democratic leaders have made clear they will not employ. We're talking about raising the debt ceiling through reconciliation. Politics aside, and I I mean politics aside, meaning Republicans will use it and say, see, Democrats don't care about your future. They're spending all this money, blah, blah, blah. But we all know that's not true. this, This has to be done because it's going to be cheaper to do it now than later. But also, I don't think that's enough of a reason for Dems not to do it. There is something else, another reason why they don't want to do it. And my critical thinking has not quite figured it out. I believe it has something to do with procedure and the possibility of giving Republicans more power in the future or now, but I'm unsure. I'll figure it out eventually and let you know. Maybe the Republicans just want them to do it so they can challenge it and stop them. Anyway. Uh, In his address today, on a need to raise the debt limit, Biden lambasted the Republicans and their use of the filibuster to stymie Democrats, saying, So let's be clear. Not only are Republicans refusing to do their job, they're threatening to use their power to prevent us from doing our job, saving the economy from a catastrophic event. I think, quite frankly, it's hypocritical dangerous and disgraceful, that from Biden. So at least he's speaking up. He's got a little bit of a backbone. So after the release of the Pandora Papers, the U.S. is being called out for being a safe haven for illicit gains of the rich and well-connected. Let's understand why this is happening. Why, why are the rich hiding all this money? It's not just because... Uh, Corporations and the wealthy don't want to get taxed. It's that they want more power and wealth, and the easiest way to do it is to rob government of the money they deserve and starve them so they lack the power to regulate the wealthy and corporations. Fascism is the end game. The best description of corporations is that they are a cancer. They will consume everything until they kill everything. The secret documents expose offshore dealings of the King of Jordan, the president of Ukraine, Kenya, Ecuador, the prime minister of the Czech Republic, the former uh, British prime minister, Tony Blair. The files also detail financial activities of Russian President Vladimir Putin's unofficial minister of propaganda and Vlad himself, and more than 130 billionaires from Russia the United States, Turkey, and other nations. The trove also links prominent athletes, models, and artists to uh, offshore assets, including India's famous uh, cricketer, cricket, great game, never played it, uh, Sachin Tendulkar, pop music star Shakira, and supermodel Claudia Schiffer. But let's not look too closely at Claudia Schiffer when we should be looking at the government that allows it. The United States is the world's biggest peddler of financial secrecy. Conspicuously absent from the Pandora Papers is any mention of the wealthiest people in the U.S., including Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Warren Buffett, and the richest man in the world, of course, Jeff Bezos. But as the uh, Washington Post explains, that could be because the uber-rich in the U.S. tend to pay such low tax rates that they have less incentive to seek offshore havens. We need to change that in a big way. Moving on. Amid ongoing uh, negotiations over how wealth will be taxed to fund the proposed safety net and climate package known as the uh, Build Back Better, One super-rich Democratic donor suggested he's ready to stop writing checks to the Democratic Party unless it passes the legislation with a $3.5 trillion price tag, not less, and with the proposed tax increases on the wealthy and corporations. This This is a billionaire. Tech entrepreneur and venture capitalist Nick Hanauer wrote in an essay published yesterday at The New Republic, instead of allowing the cash to be hoarded by zillionaires like himself, Hanauer argued that the tax increases could create the foundation for broad-based prosperity, including through the extension of free public education, meanfully tackling the climate emergency and paid family and medical leave, Hanauer wrote recent evidence of the failure of so-called trickle-down economics is clear, citing as one example the 2017 tax cuts when corporations chose to enrich their own executives and shareholders rather than investing in employees. As I always say, in trickle-down economics, the only thing trickling down is what trickles down the wealthy's inner thighs. That's what I always say. Without naming any specific lawmaker, <coughs> cough, cough, <coughs> cinema, cough, uh, mansion, cough, cough, <coughs> anyway, without naming any specific lawmaker, Hanauer went on to do, to accuse Democrats who are pushing for a lower price tag on the reconciliation bill or are resisting bigger taxes on the rich of sabotaging an economy. Referencing a tweet he fired off Friday, Hanauer added that if Democrats don't act quickly to fully pass both the Senate-approved bipartisan infrastructure bill as well as the Build Back Better reconciliation package, They'd better lose my number and stop calling me for donations. A billionaire with a heart and a mind. What a shock. Oh, well, I mean, Jeff Bezos' ex wife, she's wonderful. Um, Is religion finally looking at science? Say it ain't so. Uh, Dozens of religious leaders and scientists came together in Vatican City yesterday to demand urgent, radical, and responsible action to address the climate emergency and related challenges that threaten humanity and life on Earth. The Interfaith Climate Meeting, hosted by Catholic leader Pope Francis, included representatives from Buddhism, Christian denominations, Confucianism, Hinduism, Jainism, Judaism... Shia, Sunni, Islam, Sikhism, Taoism, and Zoroastrianism. Which I'm not sure what that is. I'm going to have to look it up. Uh, This meeting was in advance of the United Nations Climate Summit, uh, COP26, set to begin in Glasgow, Scotland, at the end of the month. The Pope presented faith leaders uh, their joint appeal to COP26. The five-page document says, Climate change is a grave threat in the interest of justice and fairness. We advocate for common but differentiated climate action at all levels from individual behavioral changes to high-level political decision-making processes. The faith leaders urge global governments to raise ambitions and international cooperation to favor transition to clean energy adopt sustainable land use practices, including preventing deforestation, restoring forests and conserving biodiversity, transform food systems to become environmentally friendly and respectful of local cultures and hunger, and to promote sustainable lifestyles and patterns of consumption and production. Their call for climate action, which emphasizes the importance of protecting and investing marginalized and vulnerable populations also extends to financial institutions and civil society organizations. So, moving on to Japan. Uh, see you later, sugar. Bye, Sugar. Uh, new Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishidi said today that he received a strong message from Biden about the United States' commitment to defending the disputed East China Sea islets known as the Sen- Senkaku Islands in Japan. I think China calls them something else. If you remember, Japan's island chain continues north towards Russia and south towards Taiwan. The south chain in Sen- is uh, Senkaku and other islands. In phone talks uh, uh, this morning that lasted about 20 minutes, the Allies also confirmed their cooperation toward achieving a free and open Indo-Pacific Kishida told reporters at the Prime Minister's official residence. Oops. I just lost my... Uh... Yeah, there we go. Uh, the call came a day after Kishida was voted in by lawmakers as the nation's Prime Minister. Kishida said, We confirmed that we would work together toward the strengthening of Japan, of the Japan-U.S. alliance, and free and... and uh, Indo-Pacific, free and open Indo-Pacific. We also confirmed we would work closely on issues related to China and North Korea, especially Uh, the president made a strong comment on the U.S. commitment to defend Japan, including the Article 5 of the U.S.-Japan Security Treaty, which is referring to uh, the U.S. defense obligations to Japan, which cover that uninhabited island. Now, now these islands are small. They don't seem like much, but strategically, they're very nice. Plus, they have um, uh, uh, metals uh, that are needed for for chips and all sorts of stuff, so um, uh, they're important. Now, in 2010, I wrote my piece of crap representative, how he's been lately anyway, Adam Schiff that we could use the Bush-era protection of coral reefs to demand a reduction of carbon by polluters. Basically, what's happening now, the coral reefs are dying, okay? Uh, I told him to use the Justice Department to sue oil producers because uh, coral reefs die because of carbon saturation and warming waters. That was almost 12 years ago, and now the most comprehensive study of the health of the world's coral reefs to date, shows that warming temperatures, driven by human-caused climate crisis, wiped out 14% of the diverse underwater ecosystems between 2009 and 2018. A trend that is likely uh, will likely continue without urgent action. Uh, anyway, the c- conducted by the uh, the Global Coral Reef Monitoring Network and released today, the detailed report stresses that uh, the greatest threat. To the coral reefs is warming waters brought on by human activities, carbon, of course. The report notes from 2009 to 2018 the increasing frequency and geographic extent of mass coral bleaching events. Uh, Bleaching is when the actual uh, living organism dies and leaves nothing but the shell of the coral. Um... Anyway, the, the uh, mass coral bleaching events, many of which are driven by rising ocean temperatures, have prevented coral cover from recovering. While coral reefs cover just you know, 1% of the ocean floor, they support an estimated t- uh, 25% of all marine life. The report warns an irrevo- uh, irrevocable loss of coral reefs would be catastrophic. So it, there is a concern here. <sighs> Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp were down for six hours yesterday. Did you notice that? Uh, I didn't notice. <laughs> I didn't notice until today. I, I don't really go on Facebook or Instagram that much every once in a while. I, I never use WhatsApp. I don't even know why I have the app in my phone. Uh, Facebook, VP of infrastructure, uh, Santosh. Janard Dunn blamed the outage on a configuration error on the backbone routers that coordinate network traffic between our data centers, uh, caused issues that interrupted this communications. You know what? I've heard that before when other stuff went down. Anyway, the Zuck apologized for the outage. People took time to talk to others who were physically there since they didn't have Facebook. Imagine that talking to someone. One winning Powerball ticket was bought for $700 million. The $700 million lottery. And it was bought in Moro Bay, California, at an Albertsons. Uh, that Moro Bay is somewhere between LA and San Francisco. It was not me. I was nowhere near Moro Bay. Moving on. Finally, Israeli ar- archaeologists have found a rare ancient toilet in Jerusalem, dating back more than 2,700 years. When private bathrooms were a luxury in the holy city, I mean, nobody had them, except for the very, very wealthy, and probably men. Uh, the Israeli antiquities Authority said the smooth carved limestone toilet was found in, an, in a rectangular cabin that was part of a sprawling mansion overlooking what is now the old city. It was designed for comfortable sitting with a deep septic tank dug underneath. Uh, From the find, it was believed to be a man's toilet. Of course, because the seat was still up. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. How did I do now? What did I do? podcast. What do we got here? I think it was a short one, wasn't it? Yeah, 21 minutes, not too bad. I really appreciate you. Bring someone with you tomorrow if you can. Uh, Tweet to me questions, insights, or fights to at cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.